so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2019. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we usually watch an episode of The Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. But today... Today, we're embarking on our part two of two podcast episodes where we are covering The Golden Palace, which, as you guys all know, was The Golden Girls spinoff. Mm-hmm. And the two episodes that we watch that we're going to talk about today the are... The only two you really need to watch of yep, this Golden Palace. It's the episodes uh, titled... Uh, they're called Seems Like Old Times, Part 1 and 2. They aired on October 30th, 1992, and November 6th, 1992, mm-hmm. and they're the ones where Dorothy comes back. Good old Dorothy comes to the Golden Palace to check on the girls and possibly steal Sophia away. Yes. Um, that was very dramatic what I just did. It was very dramatic. I bet people at home are like, why don't you just talk normal? So, <laughs> B. Arthur... B. Arthur returns. Gets a phone call one day. (laughs) Wait, you want to reenact the call? I'll be B. Arthur. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, it's lovely to chat with you. Oh, hi, B. It's... C- you're on conference. It's um, CBS and Susan Harris and all the executives and the studio and and whatnot. Um, Question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you have a minute, first of all? Oh, I have all the minutes. Okay. So remember how we told you we were going to do the spinoff, The Golden Mm -hmm. Palace, but Mm -hmm. you didn't want to do it. Remember that? I remember this. Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you know how pretty you look today? Ha, you can't see me. You're on a conference call. But you're barefoot, aren't you? I am barefoot. Yeah. So, hey, hilarious. So we happen to write these two episodes. Oh. When we we want want Dorothy to come. You need me? We need you, B. Will I have to wear shoes? Not if you don't want to. We can write it into the script. If you don't want to wear shoes, will you just will you please come back for two weeks? Packing up my box wine. Click. <laughs> I have a feeling B. Arthur was a big shardy party lady. She probably was drinking the Chardonnay all day. Because we know from our chat with Jim Colucci that she got real drunk. When was he the one who went over to watch Jeopardy with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I have a feeling she was a wino. I bet B. Arthur had a lot of fun doing this episode. I bet B. Arthur had a lot of fun doing most things in life, to be honest. Um, but yes, it did. It did. I will say the juxtaposition between the first pilot episode, which for me was very disappointing and kind of difficult to watch, mm-hmm. and these two episodes—really one episode, but two episodes. Um, was enjoyable. It was yeah. like it shows it reinforces that be the the unit is what makes this show work. The mm-hmm. four of them, not I mean and it, it even made me wonder could a rose spin off on its own last? I think Betty White's an incredibly talented woman, but I almost don't think it would last because it's like it's the four of them. That's the magic. Mm-hmm. That's what this show is about. Yeah. Their connections, their communications, their back and forth. Not Random characters. You mm-hmm. take them out, and it's not good anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's dive right in. This is a two-part episode that we're covering. A lot of good stuff. Um, Oliver, the young boy, is gone at this point. They realized he didn't work. God. Um, I mean, I, 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 I kind of, like, I can't imagine how Dorothy would work with the young boy. It just, it just, it, it's not. I mean, plus, Dorothy's jokes in this episode are so adult, and her reactions are so mm-hmm. adult that it just, it's, it's not, it's not a child show except for us when we were kids, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, I did like the first joke. It opens with um, Rose in the kitchen mopping, and Sophia yeah. comes down the stairs, and she goes. Sophia, wet floor. And Sophia's like, hey, I can't do that on command. <laughs> it feels like we're harking back to the days of Sophia peeing herself jokes. There's a, it, it, there's a follow-up to it where, who comes in, Cheech or Don? Uh, uh, Roland comes in, yeah. Don Cheadle. And he's, he's... She goes, wet floor. And she's like, oh, someone surprised Sophia? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we learn that Chewie is signing divorce papers, getting divorced, because mm-hmm. I guess now in the series we're I also getting I, I interested in the I, other characters' lives. I don't. And I, nope. Never did. I never would. Don't. Not going to do it. We'll fly through the Chewie stuff because I know we're all, all here for the girls. the Chewie stuff, I was just like, why is this a part? Why is this even a B story? Why is this here? Yeah. No. I know. It, well, it's because, again, they're trying to get us emotionally invested in these other characters. Never going to so happen. So Blanche comes in super excited because Dorothy has just Dorothy. come up from the airport. <laughs> she's here. She's in my She's enemy. on her way. She's on now, her way. it has been four months, four months since Dorothy married Lucas Hollingsworth, Blanche's uncle, played yeah. by Leslie Nielsen. They haven't seen her since then, but she's coming to stay. Mm-hmm. And, and the hotel is packed so busy. So she's gonna have to sleep with one of the girls i was actually surprised that sophia didn't want to bunk with her and then i was surprised when dorothy didn't say that she wanted to bunk with sophia i mean that didn't actually that doesn't surprise me at all because dorothy of course always thought that sophia liked bunking with her but like i don't think sophia ever liked bunking with dorothy or anybody to i be honest. wish that we had one scene it would have been cute had it would have been dorothy really cute in bed together right. at night but i do i did like the back and forth of Dorothy using Rose as a pillow oh, and yeah. then beating her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then so Rose being angry the next morning after sleeping with Dorothy because she was beaten. Throughout the- she goes, do you know what it's like to be fluffed by Dorothy at two in the morning? <laughs> Here's what I noticed. It's so funny. Dorothy, B. Arthur isn't even on screen yet. And I feel like this is something Elliot would agree with me on. B. Arthur isn't even on screen yet. And they're already crapping on her Yep. by like none of the women want to bunk with her. They haven't seen her in four months. She's their best friend. And they're all like, oh. I mean, but that's it. That's the joke. That's her. No, but then Don Cheadle immediately, as soon as she meets Don Cheadle, he starts making fun of her. I'm yeah. telling you, they were still crapping on B. Arthur. Um, and they expect her to come back for a second season of this shit show. Yeah. So Blanche is basically like, Dorothy didn't think we were going to be able to pull off this whole hotel thing. I'm excited to show her that we did pull yeah. it off. But Dorothy, well, we'll, we'll get to that. So, um, so, uh, yes, Chewie is on these divorce papers. His who wife cares, is gone forever. Cares, Nobody will ever love me who again. Cares, who cares? And then, but Roland, this does play into B. Arthur's entrance. Roland says, yeah, you need to talk to the next woman who comes in, get a date, be aggressive. I think that's terrible advice, first of all. Yeah. But then Dorothy walks in. <laughs> and she gets the Burt Reynolds 20-second applause break. Yeah. She looks amazing. Deservedly. She's rested. She has this, like, shawl draped over her shoulder. She is flowing all the layers, all the She's silky. Me. She's me. 
She looks amazing. What did you think of her hair? Do you like this hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like she's rested. It's, it's no longer helmet hair. Yeah. Like the sixth, sixth season going into seventh season, it literally looked like someone just put a helmet and put some hair on a helmet. Yeah. And then, um, so Dorothy comes in and Cheech, I'm sorry, I said Cheech because Chewie goes over to her and does his sort of Cheech and Chong voice where he yeah. goes like, how's it hanging, mamacita? Like whatever. And Dorothy goes, walk away now and, and no one gets can. hurt. And it is a huge laugh break, it's which is so rightfully good. so because it's so like, even if you don't, even if you never watch the Golden Girls, which why would you watch the show if you hadn't? Of but course. even if you never watch the Golden Girls, you know right in that moment exactly who this person is. Right. She is not to be fucked with. Yep. She will kill you. Yes. Maybe nobody will ever be interested in me. Man, what you need is a date. Now, look, this is what I want you to do. The next woman you see, I want you to walk up to her and talk to her and just ask her out. I don't know, man. I'm really rusty. No, no, no. Just... Trust me, man. Just be aggressive. What's the worst thing she could do? Say no? No, I mean it, Chewy. The next woman. The next woman. Okay. The next woman. Walk up to her and say, hey. The next woman. Do you move as good as you look? Walk away now and no one gets hurt. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wrote down, like, the, the writers must have been so excited to be able to write for Dorothy and again. It, you know, it's so interesting. When you take Dorothy out of the equation, you... It's hard to see what's missing, you know what I mean, in terms of the dialogue and the back and forth and how it goes. And then when you when Dorothy comes back in, you notice that like Dorothy's sort of dark comebacks and and she does bring the darkness cuz like there is She does bring the darkness. There is this level of sort of just almost like creepiness to her responses or very violent responses that it 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 takes away from the happy fun half an hour sitcom laugh fest moment. And you need this sort of masculine, dark energy that she brings. Yeah, and it's, and, yeah, it, it. and it's so perfect for comedy. And it and what's great about it too is it drives all the jokes around it. Like mm -hmm. they even call back to this joke. Yeah, like yes, it, it yes. Dr it drives jokes. Mm -hmm. So then she very quickly meets Roland, and then her cab driver comes in, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, you forgot to add a tip." And she goes, "Okay, let's go over this." And you get this like perfect Dorothy. She's like, "You backed over my luggage. You took the causeway during rush hour. You stopped twice to sell fruit out of the trunk of your car. Walk away now, and no one gets hurt." It was so. I mean, good. it's perfect. Um, and then again, this goes back to like them still making fun of B. Arthur's looks. He's like, uh, oh, wow, you're Dorothy. I expected you to be five feet taller and much stronger and meaner. <laughs> and she goes, and then she does that thing where Dorothy puts her head down and she kind of like looks up like you can barely see her eyes. And she mm -hmm. goes, why don't I just come back when they're all sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> and then the women come out and Dorothy does her whole, it is so good to see you. Yeah. And the women all do their famous um, group hug where they jump while they hug. And that gets an applause break because everybody's should. like, oh, yes, of course, but we've I missed this. I do love Sophia in this moment where Sophia breaks from the hug break. Oh, my God, I love it. And she comes over, she gets a mint, she tells um, Roland. Yeah, yeah. She tells she Roland, she's like, 
I've never really been into this as much as they are. Yeah. And then she goes, I got to go back. And she goes back. <laughs> and so then they cute. do the jumping and there's more applause. It's really great. Um, and Dorothy says she wants to sleep with Rose because she has the fluffiest pillows. Yeah, of course. Call back to that. I mean, that's Dorothy gives so much. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, it's so good. So the next morning. Um, uh, They're all. I mean, it's a rush because um, someone is missing. Someone didn't show. Oh, Cheech oh, didn't show up. Yeah, yeah, Chewie didn't show up for work, and Rose is cranky, and Blanche is like, Dorothy fluffed you again last night. <laughs> or yeah. Dorothy fluffed you again, didn't she? But everyone is in a mad dash because it's just so busy. It's so Apparently, busy. Apparently, even though they have a successful operation, they can't hire anybody else. Well, also, yeah. I mean, that was the end of the pilot. They were like, we can hire more people. And Why then, are they so busy? Also, Chewie... Is, and why is Sophia is busting the, tables? I know. That's the thing. It's like Chewie doesn't do all of that. So yeah. why are the women having to pick up so much slack? Chewie's the chef. I'm Here's so the other thing. Yeah, they don't have any other... They don't have a sous chef. Yeah. They don't have any other servers. Chewie doesn't know anybody else. Yeah. So anyway... Roland doesn't have any friends. Sophia comes in um, holding a 30-pound tub of dishes. and Which Dorothy's. is insane. It is insane for someone her age to be... It's like, yeah. I it's, wouldn't even carry that. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy is like, ma, ma, you can't be carrying I will say, that. I do love Dorothy's like white, blue, neon, like green combo. Going oh yeah. That's on. what Very she's going to wear to the beach. Oh, so good. Yeah. I mean, she's dressed to the beach. Like I would be wet, dressed to the beach, fully covered head to toe. Yeah. Head to toe. H but to T. In flowy. Um, so they asked Dorothy if she can help because again, they're one man down, but yet like they are so fucked. And uh, when they're all sitting around in the kitchen and, the, you know, Rose is making breakfast and they're all on the line, it, it's reminded me so much of the gonna roast That's the chicken. chicken. And then, <laughs> so, like, I wish they had done that. Yeah. If, if Rose had just been like, gonna roast the chicken. And they all just stared at her and she's like, okay, I guess we're not doing that. It is, it is really cool that to work that in where Dorothy's going to help in the hotel because mm-hmm. it, it allows B. Arthur to interact in B. Arthur ways with yes. strangers, which is just epic and amazing. It's so great. Um, so uh, she's waitressing. Dorothy, yeah. So Dorothy tells this story how she has experience doing this. She used to play waitress all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sophia was always having her like bring her her meals, and she goes, "What re? I mean, what reason did a five year old have for not trusting her own mother?" And Sophia's like, "It was quality time," and she's like, "Quality time." You referred to me as the help on <laughs> Thursdays. You lent me out to the neighbors. I mean, Dorothy was slave labor as a child. <laughs> it just goes back to like the like. Um, I, I loved that paper bird. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like those types of stories. Enough with the bird. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it's, then. So when Dorothy's out waitressing, mm-hmm. she encounters this one snippy man, which makes me come back to. Dorothy didn't tip the cab driver, and sure, he was a bad cab driver, but my mother always said, you tip a little something. Mm -hmm. You got to give a little something. Yeah. And this guy is being a dickhead. Yep. But... And he goes Dorothy's to Dorothy. Dorothy's not being helpful. Either. Well, and she does, it's because she doesn't put up with any crap from anybody. He's like, um, she like gives him his change or whatever, and he's like, aren't you going to say, have a nice day? And she's like, no. No. (laughs) And and then he says something about like a sprinkle a day. I don't know. It sounds like he's trying to make a reference to like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Who knows? I didn't man, know it. This man was very excited to have a line. Anyway, she goes, 
I don't care if you have a pulse, never mind, have a nice day. Yeah. It kind of reminded me, um, is it in the pilot where Dorothy's on the phone and she goes, no, I will not have a nice day. I don't think it's in the pilot, but it's an incredible moment. Anyway. So he's like, well, if you don't say have a nice day, you owe me a piece of pie. It's hotel policy, which was obviously put in place by Rose. Yeah, she does that whole bit where she's like, what idiot would put this in place? And then it cuts to Rose being like, have a nice day. day. And um, he goes, tell you what. And I hate this sort of condescending bullshit stuff. Tell you what. You tell me to have a nice day now and I'll skip the piece of pie. I mean, if I were Dorothy. Anyway, so she's like, have a nice day. And he goes, I can't hear you. And she goes, have a nice day. Say it like you mean it. I'll go get your pie. <laughs> but then the bit, you think that would be the end of the joke because that is a good end of the joke. Yep, but they, but they no. pull it out. And they, I feel like they've done this thing when they had jokes like this at the girl's house yeah, with the swinging yeah, door uh-huh. where Dorothy comes in and she goes like, do we have stuff for to get stains out? And then the door swings and she goes right back out and off screen you hear the guy go, hey, that's my best suit. And then she immediately comes back in and goes, I spilled something. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. good. It's so uh, it Ugh. makes it makes you completely realize why the Golden Palace never should have existed. Yeah, because you re- yeah you're just like oh shit like yeah B Arthur's amazing. All right, sir. You go. Hey, excuse me. Aren't you forgetting something? Uh, like what? Aren't you gonna say have a nice day? No. <laughs> Look, in the 45 minutes that I served you, you complained about the food, the coffee, the service, and said that in my case, a sprinkle a day wasn't quite doing the trick. I don't care if you have a pulse, much less a nice day. Then... Then you owe me some pie. What? It says at the bottom of the menu, if any waitress, after presenting the bill, doesn't say have a nice day, she has to give the customer a piece of pie for free. You owe me some pie. This is ridiculous. What idiot would institute a policy like that? Have a nice day. How about this? You tell me to have a nice day now, and I'll skip the piece of pie. Have a nice day. I can't hear you. Have a nice day. Now say it like you mean it. I'll go get your pie. Rose, do we have anything that gets out stains? No, I don't think we do. Why do you ask? Hey, this is my best suit! I spilled something. Well, it's, it's, I don't even think it's just B. Arthur. It's the it's, it's the way four of the actresses react to B. Arthur that is also so because B. Arthur can't do it on her own, really. I mean, yeah. maybe she could, but it it makes it even so much better that the girls are reacting mm-hmm. to B. Arthur. Yeah, it just it's a it's a it's an ensemble. It's important. Yeah, and we we also see later. I think it's in part two of the episode where um, Rose sort of becomes like the hard ass where she starts like demanding things and they're like, 
when did you get so strong? I do like that. And I feel like it's them having to sort of take some of Dorothy's attributes as a character and kind of, you know, divvy them up amongst the other characters. Like someone has to be the hard ass that, Mm -hmm. that, you know, in a jail cell goes, listen, punk, and does the whole Attica bit, you know? Yeah. Um, so then (laughs) five years before they found out. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I don't know why Sophia, again, the whole point of the pilot again, it, and they just, they should have made this pilot different, but it's like, Oh, we, we won't have to do all this shit ourselves anymore because we have money now. So we don't need to be the help. We can just be the owners. But here you have Sophia carrying up a box of tomatoes. Insane. I mean, tomatoes aren't heavy, but still. Well, a whole box of tomatoes, that's heavy. Is it? Yeah, I think that would be heavy. I used to work at a restaurant. Boxes of tomatoes, Romas especially, don't get me started. Did They're heavy. Did you really carry boxes of tomatoes? Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Sophie, so Dorothy's like, they're working you too hard. And when all the women are out of the room, Dorothy picks up what looks like the same telephone that Blanche had in her yeah, kitchen. yeah. And she's like, hello, Lucas. <laughs> she calls her husband. Oh, I've missed you terribly, oh, too. Oh, I've missed you. Oh, I, miss- I want to say that more often on the phone or wherever. I want to be like, oh, I'm just, I'm just terribly upset. I just, <laughs> I'm, I've missed you terribly. I'm going to use terribly from now on. I'm going to, even though I don't have my ears pierced, I'm going to get some clip-ons, and I'm going to take off an earring every time How I pick up the phone. How do you have your ears pierced because um, I have Wolverine-like skin, like Wolverine, the the comic book character. Um, and I used to get my ears pierced, but my skin would always heal very quickly, and the oh. hole would close. And then one time, my skin actually healed over the back of the earring. It basically <gasps> grew over the back of the earring. I had to get them surgically removed. I was in oh second my grade. God. Yeah. So uh, now I have scar tissue, and they, the doctor told me when I was again like. In second grade, he was like, don't ever pierce your ears again. And I was like, okay. I pierced my ears once, and they have never closed. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy calls Lucas, and she's like, Ma's not okay. I think that thing we talked about yeah, earlier I we have should do where she comes to live with was us. was a secret mission. She was there to get Sophia. Probably to check up on her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like the <gasps> big act one break. Well, and she, I mean, and they struggle. She struggles with how she's going to tell this to the girls because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's going to be hard. It could separate the family. Yeah. And also it's very interesting because this was an episode of the golden girls yeah. where, yeah. um, Dorothy's sister came to visit and was basically like, look, I know I'm not here all the time and Ma seems to be happy, but I think I can give her a better life. It's also life. the last episode. About Sophia going to live with her and Lucas. And then at the very end, Sophia being like, no, I'm not going to do it. These are my girls. You don't need me anymore. Yeah. They do. Look at them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We have a whole chewy scene. I'm just going to skip it. Because who cares? It's boring. Sorry, guys. Um, Cheech Marin, if you're listening... You're great, but sorry. I love Cheech Marin. He's fantastic. But we're just, we got got two episodes to cover here. And Dorothy's here. That's what we care about. Yeah. So um, so Dorothy comes down, and the girls are like, oh, you've been here a whole day, and the four of us haven't been able to sit down and gab about <laughs> Talk about sex. sex. <laughs> and then she goes, get the, should I get the cheesecake? A duh. I like how, they put no, two does in there. Sophia, this is still 1992. Sophia goes, duh. Yeah. But she does it in an old lady way, which is so good. And then, okay. Presumably, they're going to sit around and talk about sex. Yeah. Dorothy is going to talk about sex with Lucas. What I did not expect was that Blanche, Lucas's niece, was going to be the one to ask, now, how's the sex? I'm surprised. You're surprised by this. She's from the South. It's what they do there. I don't care. Ew, it's her uncle. 
I mean, it's. I think hearing about your uncle's sex life is very different than hearing about your parents' sex life. It's also really funny when D- Blanche is like, how's the six? And Dorothy's like, I mean, w- what about, you know, sort of taking our time to unravel these stories? And Blanche is like, we were younger. We had more time then. How was the six? <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. And then this is, again... They, they re- I think the writers had a lot of t- a lot of fun writing for Dorothy, and they really do go back to a lot of the classic joke structures that yeah. they used to use with Dorothy, yeah. where Dorothy goes, "Okay, Lucas and I did a little experimenting," and then Rose says, "With what?" And Dorothy goes, sulfur dioxide, oh, Rose, yeah. with sex. I totally forgot that moment because I was so focused on the bit of Dorothy being like, we, we, we got wild and we let, I let loose all my inhibitions. Mm-hmm. And, and she's building up this yep. whole moment of something. And I'm thinking like she did anal, right. BDSM. Yep. And then she goes, I left the lights on. <laughs> and then Sophia goes, ladies and gentlemen, Madonna. Which is like, I love it. So funny. Yeah. Um, we learn, I love learning weird things about Rose that they just gloss over. We learn that Rose and Charlie would do it in the barn next to the cows. Which is kind of hot. Go on. I mean, if you think about it, like she's doing it in the outdoors. It's like wild. It's rustic. It's very Adam and Eve. Well, it's in a barn. It's not It's Adam and Eve. They were in a manger. Okay. Wait, no. That's nope, Joseph that's and Mary. that's where Jesus was born. Probably good on my Jew. <laughs> <laughs> um... But Blanche goes like, oh, how could you get turned on by cows? And, and Rose goes, how could you not? <laughs> cows turn Rose well, on. you know, I mean, there was that episode where they were talking about sex and how Charlie is, is like, or how the only time she'd ever seen a penis or whatever was the bulls on the farm. And Blanche goes, tough act to follow. And then they go on. And it's like they had a, 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 a ravenous sex life. Yeah. Sex every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Maybe that's how her and Charlie had to like, maybe that. Maybe they just had done everything under the sun. That the only way for them to she get turned on was to do it in the She also had sex in like a cheese board or something. Remember? Oh, not, yeah. They, they did it Sophia. with the deli meats between them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she, Rose, of all the characters, actually yeah. has had the weirdest sex life. Yeah. Yeah. And she's killed men. And then, yeah. Uh, and then Blanche says that once George took her on the dining room table, but she's like, but I have been lying naked on the Lazy Susan. And I just picture <laughs> Blanche spinning on Lazy Susan. <laughs> also, Lazy Susan just could have been a woman down the street. We don't know. She didn't elaborate. Oh, so um, funny. But Dorothy knows she has, some, like, she's enjoying it. Yeah. But, like, there is something she needs to talk to the girls about. And she's basically like... I'm so proud of you, but this is too much work for Ma. She's too old to be working this hard. And they keep trying to convince I agree. Her. I mean, I agree, too. They're they're trying to convince her. And Sophia's like, I have something to say. I have something to say. And then finally she just stands up and she's like, I have something to say. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah, she's like, I, I don't know. So she wants um, Sophia to come into Atlanta. The girls want her to stay. And Sophia's basically like, if anyone's going to decide where I'm going to live, it's going to be me. And then Dorothy goes... Well, one of us is your flesh and blood. And Blanche goes, but two of us didn't put you in a home. (laughs) It's true. And then Sophia basically walks out being like, I can't believe you're making me choose. Mm -hmm. Which is, I think, a really good point. I mean, it should be up to Sophia. If Sophia wants to be working there and she enjoys it, that's her. It's her decision. Right. I guess if her whole thing is just like you're working her too hard, 
why can't they just go like, okay, let's let, like, they could have the nipped this desk, all in the bud. The- if they go, why don't you help cooking? But maybe don't move 30 pound tubs of dishes. Yeah, maybe don't bring up 30 pound boxes of Roma tomatoes from the basement. That's reasonable. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. You don't need to move to Atlanta. You just have to be like, hey, you girls understand. I love my mother. You love my mother. She can push it sometimes, yeah. even though I was the one who made her move the wicker furniture when she hurt herself. Please, it's wicker. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> so Michael then, and I are looking for wicker furniture. Oh, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then, again, this is one of these uh, great joke structures that we've seen where um, uh, the next morning or whatever, later that day, Dorothy comes, or the next morning, Dorothy comes down from her room and Rose is in the kitchen and Dorothy says, has she come down yet? And Rose goes, who? And she goes, Amelia Earhart, Rose, (laughs) ma. And then Um, Blanche comes down and it's, Sophia's left a note. She's run away. She's run away. Which, what adult runs away? Yeah. I mean, it's Sophia, though. She ran away to Sicily, so... Yeah. Yeah. So Sophia ran away, and that's the end of part one. It's left on a to-be-continued... Dun-dun-dun! TBTC. Yeah. Um, Back to... So now we get into part two, which aired a week later. Again, Uh, all these episodes are on YouTube, y'all, so you can watch it. Yeah, so you can watch it. It's on YouTube. Um, uh, We're skipping all the chewy stuff. Because who cares? Um, He married someone. He got drunk. He wanted to get divorced. Blah, blah, blah. And now he's making very dry meatloaf. And they make a joke about a a meatloaf being dry like a chia pet. And it gets such a big laugh. Huge laugh. Why? I don't know. Maybe it was like chia pets had just come out. Chia. Do you have one of the Golden Girls ones? I don't. I know Mike Dennison does. Yeah. Do you have Sophia? No, I have Dorothy. I have Dorothy. How's it looking? Looks great. Like a young Fess Parker. <laughs> uh, oh, golden God. girls jokes. So so or so Dorothy um comes into the hotel. She'd been out looking for Sophia. It's been a few hours. They can't find her. Yeah. Rose was at Kitty Land looking for her, couldn't find her. Um <laughs> Dorothy Rose, there is the whole back and forth of like uh uh, Dorothy being like, have you read today's paper? And she grabs it, hits her on the head. I mean, the great paper joke, which is awesome. I know. And it comes, it comes back in the, the next yes. scene. I feel like they made a list. They were like, okay, if B. Arthur comes, oh, we have to do the newspaper thing. Yeah. Um, there's a great part. So Dorothy is really upset at Blanche. She's basically like, if you just let me take her home, she wouldn't have run away, which is also incorrect because... Sophia doesn't want to go. And yeah. also Sophia wants to be able to make her own decision. No one's listening to Sophia. Right. So there's a great um, exchange where Blanche goes, if I want a lady, I'll deck you. <laughs> and Dorothy goes, try and I'll have you on your back so fast. You'll think you're on a date. Such a good joke. It should have gotten the response that Chia Pet did. Oh, yeah, it should have. Um uh, so then, uh, the girls are in the kitchen. There's still yeah. no news of Sophia, uh, Blanche. And Rose has had it. Rose attacks Dorothy. Rose gives Dorothy a dose of her own medicine. Yeah. Which I think is high time that Rose stand up and do something. And so Rose takes the newspaper and hits Dorothy over the head and Dorothy shifts and you think she's going to be angry, but then all of a sudden she's like, you hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's also this um, great moment where uh, before Dorothy comes in the room, 
Uh, Blanche is like, I'm so mad at Dorothy and I have no problem saying it right to her face. And then Dorothy appears and she's like, say what to my face? And in the funniest voice, I feel like I don't even know if I've ever heard her do it before, but Blanche goes like, I think you look good in jeans. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny how terrified of her they are. Uh, Um, She really was the man of the house. Oh, Chewy, any news of Sophia? Nothing yet. Oh, don't put away that cheesecake. This is an emergency. I think I'll join you. Dorothy's just going to kill us. Well, I don't care. I am just so mad at Dorothy for telling us that we work Sophia too hard. Why, she's got a lot of nerve. Yeah. I still think Dorothy's full of beans, and I'm not scared to say it right to her face. Say what to my face? I think you look good in jeans. And then, again, I wrote down, like, every Dorothy line because they were so funny. Um, mm-hmm. Dorothy says to Blanche, she's like, you are all talk and no action, just like your sex life. <gasps> yeah, and she goes, are you saying I'm not a tramp? <laughs> then why did they call me the female Ted Kennedy? Because you looked like him. Oh! Which, I mean, that's, that's like when people say I look like either Perez Hilton Actually, just Perez Hilton. People just say that. And I'm like, you know that's an insult. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a thing where, like, you don't... Yeah, you never know if someone's going to be... But I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they they, oh, they follow up with, oh, oh, but he lost all that weight. That's not the point. <laughs> yeah. Also, he definitely covered up uh, manslaughter. Um, Did he really? Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. you should watch Chappaquiddick. And then there's a podcast. Oh, you're still talking about Ted Kennedy. I'm sorry, I'm talking about Ted Kennedy. Oh, yeah, that I know. Um, But then the women all start yelling at each other. And I'm like, whoa, we haven't seen them, like, yell at yeah. each other like this since that one episode where they were all in group therapy. Yeah. Like, Rose raises her voice, and you yeah. hear the audience Blow go... Blow it out! You're boom, 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 boom. But you hear... When Rose gets up and yells, you hear the audience mm-hmm. go like, ooh. Yeah. Well, no, you, you you hear the audience almost, like, when she does, when she yells at Dorothy, yeah. and she hits her with the thing... Mm-hmm. There's like this one moment where the audience wants to applaud, but then they stop because someone else picks, I think Dorothy picks up the line or something mm-hmm. and they don't want to miss it. Yeah. Like literally people are like riveted. They are riveted. Also, it's, it's, like it's an episode so, of La Law. Of La Law. It's so interesting. I feel like, and because Dorothy's technically a guest star on this episode, I, I, I feel like in this moment, they're kind of painting her because it's Blanche and Rose are regulars against Dorothy. It feels like they're painting her like a Barbara Dorn, a mm-hmm. Thorndike like mm-hmm. villain where it's like, oh, she's wrong and yep. she's not a great person. Yeah. Um, so and then and then the women start and then Blanche and Rose start saying things where I'm like, oh, it feels like these are the real actresses. Express and the writers expressing their real feelings to be Arthur when they're like, Ever since you left, we've been mad at you. You broke our, up our family. We were together for seven years and then you just walked away. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of what happened though. Mm, uh, well, in my head, I'm also thinking, like, in B. Arthur's head, she's just like, You guys were my co workers. I know. <laughs> I <laughs> no. This, this, yes, I do I think, think they, that. I think B. she Arthur, thought of them I mean, as family. I. Yes, I think they had a very close bond, but I also like every single story you hear from the girls. It's always like B. Arthur never ate lunch with them. She always was separate. She was very private. She was very, she was reserved. It's Mm -hmm. not like it's okay that they're a family unit through acting, Mm -hmm. but like B. Arthur rightfully so is very private and probably did not think of them in the same cushy 
loving, let's hang out and do all this press together way. Like yeah. she, it was like pulling teeth to get her to do it. my mother. Oh, Dorothy, sit down. We're just running around in circles. Have some cheesecake. I don't want any damn cheesecake. I want my mother. Or are you all too thick to understand that? All right, Dorothy, that's enough. Ever since Sophia ran away, you've screamed and yelled and, and in general acted like a monster to me and to Blanche, and I'm telling you right now to cut it out. Or what? Or this. I'm sorry, but you deserved it. You hit me. Why did you hit me? Oh, I feel like hitting you, too. You do? Ever since you left, I've been mad at you. You just deserted us, and that hurt. You broke up our family. You left us out here all alone? For seven years, we turned to you for everything, and then one day, you're just gone. What about you? I wasn't out of that house two months before you bought this hotel. Did you ever once ask for my help? No. You just went out and did it. I, I thought you didn't need me anymore. We didn't want to bother you. Bother me? How could you bother me? And Rose, you hit me once more. And you won't live long enough to hear me say, ow. Oh, God, I've missed you. <laughs> Um, I do like when the conversation devolves into them all crying because yeah, I love when Dorothy so cries cute. when she's like, you didn't even tell me oh, you were buying then, this place. You were my best friends. I didn't think you needed me. But then when they're all hugging, she pulls Rose away. She's like, if you ever hit me again. Like you, you won't live long enough to hear. You won't live long enough to hear me say ow. And then Rose is like, oh, I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's really sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's Chewy stuff. And then, and then Chewy is dressed like a chef. And then a guy tells him he looks like one of the Super Mario brothers. I didn't understand that because I was like, well, Super Mario was, Mario was a, a plumber. It's the mustache. But still, you could then you could be like, oh, you look like Burt Reynolds. You look like Tom Selleck. You look like well, anybody. No, but the mustache was very full, like. Yeah, I get it. I get the joke. I guess. I was just yeah. like, eh, I didn't love it. But then after all that shit, um, uh, and... Jack Black comes Jack in. Jack Black, a young Jack Black a comes very in. Young, I didn't even recognize him so until he said he was Jack Black. And so funny is that he's so Jack Black. Yeah. Like, he's even hamming it up for the camera with his eyebrows. Yeah. Like, when he's like, he says like, oh, and it looks like she went somewhere to... Shady Pines. Yeah, he's he, he comes in. He's this man who comes walks into the hotel um, holding Sophia's bag. handbag, her yeah. very famous handbag. And this was also the fourth role of Jack Black's entire career. Really? Yeah, oh, this how was Quentin very Tarantino early on. Him. Yes, I know. Yeah. Very early on. Um, he... 
Uh, so yeah, he's like basically like this woman. Was he a cab driver? Yeah. And he's like, this woman left this in he my cab. He dropped her off. Cab. He goes over where he dropped her off. He's like, I, I, I picked her up here and then I dropped her off at um, 14, blah, blah, blah. Shady Pines. And it's funny too, as Dorothy's going through her purse, she's like, you know, blood pressure medicine, brass knuckles, 101 jokes for the John. This is Ma's <laughs> bag. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when you hear she's at Shady Pines, I mean, again, I think everybody in the audience went, because, oh, yeah. like, what? Shady Pines? And there is this fun, sort of like, you know, avalanche of jokes about Shady Pines. Oh, yeah. The quarter and the walker. Yeah. Dorothy uh, calls Shady Pines looking for her and and Sophia gets on the phone and she's like, oh, hey, Dorothy, I'm in the middle of my exercise class. I got to go. And Dorothy's like, that's code for picking up trash on the interstate. (laughs) She goes, we have to hurry. They're probably having her clean shellfish. They try to pass that off as arts and crafts. Which would be very creative of them. Yeah. To pass that off that way. Yeah. But then when they get to Shady Pines, which... Ooh, first it looks time, good. yeah. No, 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 it's not, no, it's no. not the first time because it got that old, the old her friend that she right, she kidnapped. broke her out, yeah. and then it burned down, and yes. now it's been rebuilt. Yeah, rebuilt and looking good. Yeah, very classy. They must have gotten either investors or some sort of like government funding. Well, I think but it's a spa now. Yeah, it's like Sophia's getting massages and she has tennis lessons, and they give her sushi, and she's wearing Total robes new and slippers. Um, but Dorothy still thinks it's all, it's bad yeah. and that there's it's smoke and mirrors, it's smoke and mirrors, yeah. which again goes back to like, then why'd you bring your mother there in the first place? Well, true, but um, saving some money. And then she goes to the woman at the front desk and she goes, what have you done to my mother? You, you Nazi. I know. I literally was whoa. like, whoa, Dorothy, that's quite Dorothy. an accusation. And you're Jewish. How could you well, talk Dorothy's to Meredith like Arthur that at is. the front desk? Yeah. Um, so and Meredith, then, in, a, in a cheeky way, is like, security. Yeah. And then security comes for her. And they grab her. And I was a little like, you're being too forceful on B. Arthur. Yes. Don't touch B. Anyway. Um, so, uh, so then, um, Sophia comes down. She's in this beautiful pink robe that I am dying to have remade. I want a pink robe that says Shady Pines on it. You should make one that says Sadie Pines. I should. I should make that. If only you knew someone who made fantastic clothing. Who do we know? I guess I'm in a relationship with someone like that. Get on it. <laughs> There's a great moment where um, they, uh, when Sophia comes down, that uh, like Blanche or somebody says that Rose hit Dorothy with yeah. the newspaper, and Sophia takes Rose's hand and she goes, "You should lead us now." <laughs> well, at first she didn't believe her. Yes. There's this whole back and yes. forth. And then there's this whole, like, almost like Toy Story. You are our leader. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, and Sophia's basically like, Look, if I stay here, you'll be mad at me and not each other. And I don't want to ruin your friendship. So sorry, I'm staying. Which, like, don't blame her. That's exactly what she should be doing. She yeah. should be getting massages. And she should be playing tennis and having a grand old time. That's what she should do. It's what she should be doing. It's very relaxing. Yeah. But also physically fit? Yes. And, but so, so um, they're like, well, Ma, you can't stay here. How are you going to pay for it? And, and Sophia's like, with a little bit of something called your money. And Dorothy's <laughs> like, no. Um, she has it, though. Lucas is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it's, again, it goes back to the episode Lucas where. Lucas could have bailed them out of the hotel situation. Yeah. 
But this all goes back to like, again, like basically what happened with Dorothy's sister, where Dorothy's sister had a lot of money and she's like, I'm doing what I think is best for her, not what she wants. And that's never what it's about. It's like, if Sophia wants to say it, Shady Pines, foot the bill because that's what she wants. Exactly. Um, but uh, they do go up to, um, uh, they convince Sophia to at least go back to the hotel until she makes up her mind. And we find out that her bill for one day at Shady Pines, which I guess, again, is like a spa. You just go for the day. You don't have to be like admitted. But it was $1,200. $1,200. I had that moment last night when I went to go see a movie with Michael and we were at the concession stand. And I was just sort of ordering willy-nilly and mm-hmm. not looking at prices. And the bill came out to $60. And it was like, what? But I just got a hot dog. You know what I think happened? What? I think Shady Pines burned down. Mm-hmm. And then I think a whole brand new business, a spa, yeah. opened up. And it yeah. happened to be called Shady Pines. Yeah. Because, I mean, same location. You don't change that Google Maps situation. And Sophia just was like, take me to Shady Pines. And she yeah. goes to a spa. And she's like, look, this is the new Shady Pines. Yeah. But it's really not. It's just a spa. Because otherwise... For spa for rich people. Yeah. Otherwise, like, where else are you going in Miami in 1992 where you're going to get charged $1,200? Even now, that's a lot that's for insane. a spa. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I went to a spa. I paid I got $20 a one, for the yeah, Korean spa. I got a one-hour massage. Somebody bought it as a gift card for me, but it was a one-hour massage, and you can use their spa and their shit for the entire day, and it costs like $165. This is 2019. Easy. Anyway. Yeah. So back at the hotel... Uh, chewy, chewy, skip, skip, skip. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy is basically like, okay, ma, the plane leaves in an hour. I have two tickets. And Sophia goes, uh, first Dorothy, uh, let me tell you a knock, knock joke. <laughs> She's like, ma. And she goes, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? I'm a, I'm a who? I'm a not going home with you. Ha ha. Oh. I thought I would break up the bad news with some humor. Um, but she basically just gives the whole spiel about how she's independent and it gives her purpose. And- yeah. She says, you know, I need to be here to be busy at Shady Pines. I felt old, um, which uh, did she? Did she feel old? Did she feel old that or did she feel pampered? Exactly. It did, yeah. It seemed like she enjoyed it. And Dorothy's like, but I love you and I want to be with you. And I'm like, well, but not enough to like want to bunk in with her for your brief visit. She's literally there for two days. Anyway. Two nights. And it's a hotel. I know. Um, But then I thought, which was very, very sweet. And I feel like the audience and the Golden Girls fans like really wanted this, which was the promise of when Sophia's like, look, you got your life. I love working at this hotel, but I promise you that when I'm ready to slow down, I'll be there with you. Yeah. Which I thought was very sweet. And I feel like we kind of needed that. Yeah, we needed that closure there. We also need the closure. I mean, it does almost feel like Dorothy's leaving again. Well, yeah, she does. Um, and they play the slow music. I mean, it's just... There was, there was a really interesting moment where she t- says to the girl, she's like, you know, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think you'd be able to run this hotel. Like Blanche, I thought you would lose interest. Rose, I thought you would marry Miles. But I realized what special people you are. I'm sorry I didn't have faith in you. And I'm like, that kind of feels like a backhanded compliment yeah. in a way because a i mean don't get me wrong i'm so glad that rose didn't marry miles we're going to talk about miles for a brief second in a moment um but it's like she can she can get married and also run a hotel yeah anyway she can do it all um, you're gonna make it after all yeah and then um they give dorothy a present yeah. uh, which is a lifetime pass to the golden it's palace so sw- i mean they make it's so funny i wish that they 
had at, like brought Dorothy back again so that every episode they bring Dorothy back, they have to end it with slow music of her <laughs> leaving again and yes. again and again and again. Um, I also love, because you never hear, they never say the name of the show in the Golden Girls. They Nobody ever says the Golden Girls on the show. But because this hotel is called the Golden Palace, you yeah. hear the women say the name of the show all the time. I like that. Um, but basically she got a ticket being like, you can come here, stay wherever you yep. want, whenever you want. Eat blah, cheesecake, blah, blah. tell dirty jokes. Yeah. Also, it's made out to Dorothy's Bornack Hollingsworth, which, which is, is like, sweet. oh. It's, it's it's so interesting too that she kept Zbornak. Well, it's um, her kid's name. It's it's you know. Yeah. It's like Joy Behar. Yeah. She kept her ex husband's name even though she's married to a new man. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So now the women are all getting pulled away as Dorothy's leaving. You know, Blanche has to answer the phones. Rose it's has to busy. go do this. Things whatever. Are it's busy. busy. And they're all. And Dorothy just sort of like looks around at them. She like looks back. They're gonna be okay without her. It's like. It's like I'm waiting for her to be like, you're all my sisters. I know. <laughs> What's interesting is like it, 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 the way she's looking at them and they're all busy and the way she's kind of nodding is like, they're going to be okay without me. And I feel like that's what they were trying. That was the message they were trying to say about the show. Like mm-hmm. the Golden Palace is going to be okay without B. Arthur. You guys just have faith. And then it just, it didn't come back. It didn't happen. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and then there's a tag where all the women go to Shady Pines to get massages. Rose I mean, that's goes into it was cute. cute. Rose comes in and is like, "Where's the circus?" Yeah, I'm yeah. here for the circus. Um, okay, let's do a golden takeaway for these episodes, and then I want to talk about Miles's history on the Golden Palace. Yeah, my golden takeaway from these episodes is I like that they're allowing Rose to have different dimensions to her. That's mm-hmm. a good. I mean, if you. If you got some boldness in you, show it sometimes, but never lose your charm. That's a really good golden takeaway. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say my golden takeaway is, um, man, I... Pamper yourself sometimes? Maybe. That's a good maybe. one, too. I think... Um, I'm full of I think today. I want to get an engraved... Uh, uh, robe as well. Like you were saying, you want a one that said Shady that. Pines. You should go find that. I'll yeah. look into that. Great. Yeah. I feel like I would like a nice, I wear my bathrobe so much. Really? I spend so, yeah. Yeah. I wear, yeah. I, I got these, Ugg, Michael got me these Ugg furry slipper things. So good. Mm. I wear them all the time. Mm. It's not like a robe. Actually, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, but, but it's I enjoy comfy. It. It's the robe yeah. for your feet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought the episode was, it was so great having Dorothy back. I'm sure it was wonderful for the fans. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it, it, it was a solid, solod two episodes, enjoyable, Mm -hmm. except for the whole Cheech Marin storylines. Which again, not his fault. It's just. They tried and it didn't work. And the show doesn't work, but it was good to have Dorothy back. And it was an, it was a good example of why the show doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. Um, now guys, uh, before Miles. we go today, we're, we're, we didn't, we're not going to watch these episodes. We're not going to talk about any more episodes in full of the golden palace, but we implore you guys, if you guys want to go on YouTube and you want to watch them and you want to talk about them on our Facebook page on Twitter, please yeah. do hit us up. Um, slide into those DMS. I do know one thing and Alaska, when we were group texting about this earlier, also brought this up about the golden palace, which is miles returns yeah. for two episodes, one kind of early on and then one toward the end of the season. Season, and he continues to just bring a shit storm of drama and just shit on Rose. So it's like the Lindsay Lohan of the Golden Girls. Yeah. So in the first episode of the Golden Palace that Miles appears in, um, uh, him and Rose are still dating. We find out, um, and Blanche s- sees in like the 
like the sign-in logs from like way back before they bought the hotel that Miles would go to the Golden <gasps> Palace uh, every Wednesday night. And she's like, uh, Rose, he's cheating on you. And she's like, no, Wednesday night's when he plays poker. Oh, that's what they call it nowadays. So, um, so Rose finally confronts Miles about it. And she was like, you're cheating on me. And she like storms out. And then Roland is like, oh, uh, did you say Miles Weber? That's not Miles Weber. And they realize there's another man named Miles Weber who stays at that hotel every Wednesday oh, night. Fuck my life. So then Rose has to go crawling back to Miles to apologize. Is that really the joke? That there's another person named Miles Weber? Oh, it's not even the joke. It's just a story point. Ugh. So it's not a joke. But then this is where it kills me. So then Rose of course, has to go crawling back to Miles yeah, to yeah. apologize. She gets her entire apology out, also reveals a little bit about herself. She says she'd hired a, a green beret to tamper with his brakes. I mean, that's smart. Actually hired someone and See, then called it off. goes back to what I was saying before. She's an ID channel watching, true crime loving, yeah. mystery girl. So anyway, um, so after Rose apologizes and he lets her get all of this out yeah, and yeah. apologize and whatever, he tells, he admits to her that he actually has been cheating on her and he fell in love with Fuck another woman. Miles. I know. Fuck Miles. So they break up, right? Episodes, and we're like, oh, Miles is finally gone. He's finally out of Rose's yeah. life. Thank God. Except no. Comes back. Then Miles comes back because he, he comes back to tell Rose that he is getting remarried. Why would he come back to tell her that? I don't know, closure, I guess, but it's like, dude, we already broke up. You already up. broke up with her. You don't I know. need closure. Plus, you're the one that did it. Fuck you. Bye, short dick. In the meantime, Rose has been dealing with this woman who's a customer who wants to have a wedding at the hotel. Come to find out, her name oh. is Fern. Oh, it's like when Dorothy talked to Stan's yes, bride at the bar. Exactly. And blah, 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 yep. blah. Oh. So she was basically like, oh, I wanted to surprise you, Miles, <sighs> and have the, the wedding here. Miles just gives me hives. And they have the wedding at the hotel, but listen to this. So he says to Rose, he's like, look, I'm not going to have my wedding at this hotel. I feel like it's too weird. And Rose goes, you know what? I want you to have it here because if I see you get married, I will know that it's over and I can get on with my life. Oh, Rose. Which she wouldn't have even had to do if oh, the Rose. asshole had not shown up exactly. at the hotel to begin exactly. with to like stir all this shit up again. But then... Then you're like, okay, so they're going to get married. Miles's wife-to-be, Fern, has cold feet. God. Who has to talk her out of her oh, cold feet no. and say, Miles is such a wonderful man and you're uh. marrying such a great man? Didn't mention that he was in the witness protection program and that his name's actually Nick. I but can't. I so can't. Rose then has to be the one to be like, he's a wonderful man. He's fantastic. Go marry him. And then has to watch as this woman goes off to marry Miles in her hotel. I hope. I hate this man. I Here's my theory. In the, in the world of the Golden Girls, I hope that Miles died before all of the other women, except for Betty White, who obviously is still alive, but in the characters. I hope that he died first. And then they all went to his grave craft style and did like a bunch of witch shit mm. on his grave to make sure that he would rot in hell. I hate Miles. I hate Miles. Ugh. Anyway, so that is the history of Miles and the Golden Palace. They just... Uh, 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 
What a piece of shit scumbag he is. Horrible person. Yeah. He's not, that's not even his real name. I know. I know. Here he is. He's, yeah. I, anyway. Golden takeaway. Fuck you, Miles. Yeah, golden takeaway. Fuck, fuck you, Miles. Um, we so, need to start a fan club. Fuck you, Miles. Fuck you, Miles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, an anti-fan club. A hate club. Yeah. A fight club. Nope. Okay. You were you were there, and then you straight away again. You had it, I and know. then you lost it. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> so that concludes our coverage of the of Golden Palace. The Golden Palace. I feel like it's a news story, and that concludes our live coverage of the Golden Palace. Of the Golden Palace. Yes. Um, yeah. I know we talked about our thoughts overall about the series in the last episode. Um, it, I mean, I'm glad it gives us an opportunity to speak today. Yeah. But uh, it, it for me. It is less enjoyable and more just uncomfortable and, frankly, a disappointment. I, I, you know, the way that some people just will collect any piece of Golden Girls clothing or memorabilia or toys or anything, cereal. Like, I I will watch these episodes just for a chance to see the women that I love on TV. But, yeah, it just doesn't have the same magic. It just, you know, it it was definitely, it had, it was, it was funny. It had heart. I wait to hear what the listeners think about this episode Um, because, like, there is, it really is, I think for the most part, people are a little like, meh, Golden Palace. But I've seen out there from people messaging me and stuff that some people really do love the Golden Palace. Yeah, I would be curious to know, you know, what, yeah, what you guys think um, about the show if, more yeah. so, yeah, more not even just so much about the show, but about like the process of the show, the direction in which they went with the show, like, like the setup of the show, all those things, like, mm-hmm. because some people really do enjoy it and it kind of blows my mind. Because to me, it feels like every other, you know, more episodes of that empty nest episode of the Golden Girls, like, it just, well, it feels I, bad. I do know that, um, I'm trying to scroll back in my notes. I do know that by the, the season finale, it, it felt like they were already getting into like wackadoo territory. Um, the way that they did with, you know, the three women's heads, uh, yeah. frozen heads. Um, I'm trying to remember what it is. I think it's something to do with Rebecca. Maybe. Oh, she comes back. Interesting. Yeah, I. It just feels unfortunate. Yeah, let me see. I'm gonna look it up real quick because I remember um, the last episode, the the description of it. Um, Blanche calls upon her daughter Rebecca for an egg cell after agreeing to have her Beau's children. Then has a dream that Rose, Sophia, Roland, Chewy, and she are pregnant. Right. Oh, it's kind of getting into that like wackadoo, you know. Um, are you they, so Blanche is gonna have a baby. Yeah, she she basically asks her daughter Rebecca for an egg so that she can be inseminated with her child and then has a fever dream that they're all pregnant, everybody on the cast. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Uh, Stan also made an appearance. There was an episode called One Angry Stan where he's presumed dead. Uh, and then Sophia starts seeing him around the hotel and he says he faked his death in a tax evasion scheme. I mean, that's smart. Uh, and then when nobody else sees Stan around, the other people, everybody else thinks Sophia's having demented hallucinations. Yeah. So, like, it's that's very broad, heightened reality. It's like. I mean, that one actually does feel like something that a Stan episode would exist within especially with Sophia because of the whole like them trying to 
you know, fake her injuries that episode. That, like, yes. Like, it makes sense. So I get, I like the idea. That actually sounds but fun. But then it should be about them trying to kick him out and he's overstaying his welcome versus yeah. everybody thinking she has dementia, which at the time... Yeah, what's happening? Estelle Getty, I think, already had early onset. So it's just like, ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, well, that was the Golden that Palace. That was the Golden Palace. Let us know what you guys think on our face pages, which is facebook.com. <laughs> Facebagels, I like that. I like it. Yeah, they go on Facebook and Twitter. You know where the fuck we are. Uh, and I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And I'm Squiddy Squid on Twitter. I'm Squidzy on Instagram. And you guys, I really hope you guys are watching uh, the show that I write on School. It's on Wednesday nights at 8.30. It's about how much we love teachers, and it takes place in the 90s, and I have a lot of fun on it. And I hope you guys are watching my like feed on Twitter. Um, just all the things that I'm liking. Um, it ranges from... News stories to kitten photos to every once in a while, you know how on Twitter sometimes accidental porn pops in. Does that ever happen to you? Maybe no. it's a different type of people we're following. Maybe, but sometimes that, and then I'm like, whoa, wasn't whoa. expecting that. I'm at the doctor's office, <laughs> um, so that happens. But you can look at my like feed. That's where I'm most active these days. Great. Yeah. Um. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll be back next time with uh maybe another special episode. You we'll guys see. never know what's coming next. Yeah. But until next time, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Be sure to chat with us on Twitter and Facebook about what you think about the Golden Palace. I'm dying to know. Yeah, I really am too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. As always, remember, stay stay golden, golden. Palace. Uh, No, just golden. Stay golden. Stay golden.